Welcome to episode three of Let's Talk Tech on Blockchain Lugano's bi-weekly QuickCast, a five to ten minute podcast hoping to help educate anyone interested in the blockchain tech space and also for the people of Ticino, Switzerland, for when we have local meetings. Today is January 11th, 2021. BTC crossed the $40,000 mark last Friday, and today we're having a retracement. Perhaps a good time to rebuy a bit of it as well as Ethereum. The altcoin market has relaxed and is holding comfortably, waiting for its massive run. Some stable coins like Monero and Tether are having gains, maybe before being pulled from exchanges as privacy coins. Perhaps it's not a bad time to take some gains on those. Let's start off with a discussion of Chi tokens. Gas prices on the ETH network over the past few weeks have made so many microtransactions not take place or be put on hold. One inch offers the Chi token to mitigate this gas issue. You can purchase Chi tokens and use them when gas is high in order to make transactions during hot periods. One inch continues to give great rates on token swaps. A lot of it though is for bigger trades. Do your math between these guys versus Uniswap. question I keep hearing from friends not in the crypto space is how do I buy Bitcoin or any crypto for that matter? To start off, it would be a really good idea to sit down in front of the computer, as I mentioned before, and head over to Anton Antonopoulos' website for free crash courses in blockchain and Bitcoin tech. Once you understand a little about this technology, you can buy BTC either through a registered crypto broker, a crypto exchange like Coinbase, or from a crypto automated teller machine. Of course, the best way to get crypto is to earn crypto. For those who want to wade into the Ethereum pool of thousands of ERC-20 tokens, you will need MetaMask or a similar wallet. Look online for tutorials on how to use these tools. They are pretty straightforward. Remember, it's not wise to keep large sums of money in a hot wallet or one that is connected online. Many exchanges or brokers offer to store your crypto, which is not bad, but it's definitely not 100% secure. That's why cold wallets or offline storage devices were created. There are many, but the most used are Trezor or Ledger, and they will set you back around 100 francs, so it's not much for peace of mind. Also, never store your seed phrase or private key on your computer, mobile device, or not even on a sticky note, and naturally, never share it with anyone. If you're stuck during a transaction, most people in the space can help you out with just knowing your public wallet key. And do your own research for projects, because with this bull market in swing, so many frauds and rug pulls are popping up, just waiting to take money from inexperienced investors. And if all of this just seems way too much for you, but you really want to own some crypto, you can wait for the Coinbase IPO, which should be happening this summer. Finally, a normal stock covering the crypto space. Not bad. Airdrops are always welcome. Who doesn't like free money? Thanks to Tyler over at Chico Crypto and his friend Ryan Sean, here are a handful of DeFi projects that are most likely to give some rewards this season. DYDX, the decentralized trading platform. Radar Relay, the token exchange. OpenSea, the largest NFT marketplace. And Argent Wallet, the hosted wallet everyone is talking about. Log on, get familiar with these, at least you learn something while trying them out, and you just may get some free money in return. If you are a stablecoin investor, it would not be a bad idea to cover yourself with a diverse token set. 
With Know Your Customer documentation becoming the norm, it is possible your account can be paused or tokens frozen until you provide this data. There probably won't be a future for stablecoins without a KYC, as they are essentially replacing or acting like normal banks. Some argue the logic in using a bank account if you can use a stablecoin for monetary transfer. Instead of waiting for hours for a transaction plus the required paperwork via your bank, you could do this in seconds using stablecoins. If you need to send $25,000 to your child halfway around the world, it's done in 30 seconds via Tether. So you can see the future issues of KYC and how that will be at the forefront very soon. The decentralized stablecoin DAI might be different regarding KYC, but a lot of DAI backing or collateral is in USDC. So you have a decentralized stablecoin backed by a centralized stablecoin. It may have been healthier when it was tied to Ethereum, but it was truly volatile. Lastly, a project I've been following from inception is Data Union. It's an app that is aggregating data like Google for AI training, but is rewarding those supplying the data. The contributors essentially become shareholders. Data apps started off with their first vault for images, and in turn, they are for sale in the Ocean Protocol marketplace. To understand this project better, log on to datayunion.app and get familiar with this forward-thinking group and start earning some crypto. It's also a great way to get teenagers and newbies involved in this space. Thanks for listening to Start Off the New Week, and I'll be back on Thursday with some more blockchain information for you all. For most of us, I hope this week is better than the last one. And as always, stay safe and prosper.